This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to My Favorite Murder. This is the mini-sode. Where we read you your shit. You write to us. We read it aloud. You've got us trained. Yeah. Let's stop pretending. <laughs> you want to go first? I can, but do you want to change it up and go first, since I always go first? I can. Do you have a good ender? Ender? Yes. Okay, let's do that then. Okay, this one's called Badass Granny with Badass Stories. Yes. This one's totally for you. Um, hola, I am nearly 60, no time for chit-chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> you all are my spirit daughters. Steven is fine, too. <laughs> I'll do it. Damn. She got you right off the bat. That hurts, Steven. Just, can I just say this? You can do that to me. Maybe you could visit doing it to Georgia. Don't do it to Steven. Don't do it. He's our little porcelain kitten. That's right. Uh, that's all. He, my grandkid, Minnie Murderinos, told me uh, I need to tell you all a couple stories and suggested the subject line. In the early 90s, I joined the YMCA located downtown in a Midwestern capital city. Oh, she's like, not even going to tell us where she Just is. tell us. We've been to all of them. <laughs> Truly. I was psyched to go to the gym before work like an adult. I arrived <laughs> for my first day of health and the front doors are locked, but it's definitely open. I can see healthy people inside doing health things. What the fuck? So I began to walk around this city. City-sized block building in the pre-dawn, clutching my coffee mug in one hand, my work clothes in the other, looking for a way in. As I'm questing, a random man comes strolling down the sidewalk, presumably going about his random business. We exchange mumbled good mornings. It's the Midwest where it's only not rude to say... Wait, I don't even know how to read this. It's only not rude to not say good morning if If it's it's a whole herd of city people. So you don't have to say um, good morning to everybody, but if there's one other person, you have to. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. As he passes me, he reaches back and grabs my fucking ass from behind, right up between my legs, all the way to fucking Christmas. No! (laughs) All the way to Christmas. Motherfucker. Uh, I lost my shit. I swung around and started beating him about the face with my mug, screaming, (laughs) I have your face in my head and I will kill you. (laughs) Over and over until he turned and ran the fuck away. (laughs) It's true, though. (laughs) Then it says Thermos Brand Mugs, circa 1990. Super sturdy, great lids. Yeah. (laughs) From a converter. Um, Then I then immediately found the Y entrance, of course, I roll, and marched right in there, jacked up like cocaine Kathy, livid they didn't inform me about an early morning entrance, thus endangering my fucking life and exposing me to pre-dawn perverts. The desk. <laughs> so she basically just took her rage at being assaulted on the street and barfed it all over everybody that works at the Y. Yes, but all I right. see her point. It's like you're going to make people go She's upset. down weird alleys to find the entrance and not tell people 
Sure. Sure. Um, the desk, the desk dude seems super concerned and kept asking me if I'm sure I'm okay. I'm like, yes, I'm fucking okay, but you people, etc. So Mm -hmm. she was doing what you love. Okay. (laughs) I stomp on down to the women's locker room, steam surely rolling off of me in my wake, um, to see multiple reflections of, uh, in the mirrors of blood spattered on my face and torso. What? That's why the kid was so concerned. This shocked me back into myself, and I realized that the entire time I was beating on this perv, I was reaching up over my head. I'm 5'3". He was that much bigger than me. I made him bleed and run. I was fucking delighted to realize (laughs) that all the abuse from my past had consolidated into one big ball of rage, looking for a target. How I avoided getting his blood on my work clothes, I don't know. It was a minor miracle. Stay sexy and always carry a quality coffee mug. Just call me bad granny. P.S. My coffee mug was still full, but I did not drink that coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Dude. So the guy, when she came in to be like, yeah, your back door isn't open or whatever, she looks like Carrie. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So And like, probably he took her seriously. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happens. Yes. I'll fucking, you're next. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Rampage it up. Grandma's. Subject line of this is the wrong way to tube. Hello. I've been listening for a few months now and have stopped doing everything else. So it has been nice. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I'm from Dallas, Texas, and people here love to go to the dirty ass lakes and go tubing. Yes. Now that I'm older and have a sense of health in the South, we were just raised to, quote, rub some dirt in it. I realize that nothing good comes from playing in the lake. (laughs) I once saw a body with a headshot (gasps) wound wash up on shore, but that is not the story because that is all I know about that. Oh, my God. God. Wow. Uh, wow. You could Google it. I was out tubing with my dad, uncles, and brothers when I was 12. They had all been drinking all day, so we figured it was time to go back in. I wanted to ride the tube back in, but luckily kept my life jacket on, even though we weren't going to be going very fast. My dad decided to gun it, and I flew off backwards. Mm. The rope had way too much slack. So, like some final destination shit, the rope wrapped around my (gasps) legs, waist, neck, and face. The boat began to drag me under while also constricting me, (gasps) and I started to lose consciousness after what felt like nine hours, but in reality was 20 seconds or so. I felt two arms lift me up, and I was taken over to the boat. My dad, being a first responder, checked me over quickly and was laughing the whole time. (laughs) No! No! Yes, those natty lights make shit hilarious. That's what it's like. It's no big deal to them. <sighs> Both of my parents were like, you could have an open bleeding wound yeah. and they'd be like, one moment. <laughs> no matter what. They just were not in any way moved by what is to every other normal human being an emergency. Oh, you have to do so much more to qualify for an emergency. <laughs> like, it has to be exposed bone. Yeah. Okay. Oh, laughing the whole time. Any of us kids... Uh, Uh, got hurt he always remained calm so as not to freak us out it's a blessing and a curse because now i do not think anything is a big enough deal like that time i had (laughs) like that time i had a brain tumor removed i thought i would be back at work by monday oh my god (laughs) and my surgery was tuesday the tuesday before 
didn't make that. Anyway, I finally came to all the way and we just enjoyed the rest of our night. I went to school Monday and we were talking about what we had done that weekend. I had really gnarly marks and rope burns. So I was showing my friends. Next thing I know, I'm being called to the principal's office where the school counselor and a social worker began questioning me about my home life. Thank God someone's fucking paying attention (laughs) to problems. God bless that staff. They thought my dad had purposefully done this and it was a giant mess. It all ended up sorted and I went to tubing a few weeks later can't wait to see you in dallas as a stgm and when tubing hang on for your fucking life taylor wow that's scary (laughs) that's the thing about that i never think about that i'm sure parents think about constantly which is not just you don't want your kid to get hurt but when your kid gets hurt Mm -hmm. people always have to assume you may have a hand in it yeah like there's so much risk yeah yeah. And yeah. kids say stupid shit all the time. They oh, don't yes. know what they're talking about. Mommy hurt me. I don't know. Yes, exactly. Or some weird combination. Yeah. I love to do stuff like that. I loved to say things I'd heard adults saying. Yeah. Uh, thinking it made me sound older and smart <laughs> when actually I was like busting six people at a time. Oh my. And no idea what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one's called Fuck Politeness. Great. Aloha, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and furry friends. A classic. A classic right off the bat, opening strong. A few months ago, I had a weird run-in. I was on my way back to my old apartment after work. I'm a dancer at a strip club in Honolulu. And yeah. It was, yeah. And uh, it was the first Friday of the month. I used to live right outside Chinatown, and every first Friday, all the art galleries and bars in Chinatown all have events going on and an art walk. Since most people are partying in Chinatown, I decided to leave work early and enjoy a bottle of wine with my boyfriend. People are partying in Chinatown instead of going to the strip club. She <laughs> she's she's jealous of the business Chinatown's getting. Yeah. Uh, I took the bus home and uh, I know it's not the best decision, but I grew up in Honolulu. Buses are okay, right? And like the idiot I am would walk to my old apartment after partying till bars closed in Chinatown. So I felt reasonably safe, especially since it was the first Friday and there was more t- foot traffic than usual. Also, because I'm a dancer and will change into something sexy at work, I was uh, wearing pajamas and looked crazy in the combo of sweatpants <laughs> and a full face of stage makeup. Yeah, There is nothing like that. The best. It's so weird. The only thing that's better than that is if for some reason, this has happened to me a couple times, you have to, your hair is curled. Yeah. Like if you have hair sprayed full hair yeah. makeup, but then you're just wearing the dumpiest sweats in that's, the world. You feel like you're a Las Vegas showgirl. Yeah, that's right. right. Um, when I was probably five minutes away from where I used to live, a car pulled up, a car pulled over beside me. And this is like, I'm reading this because it's so crazy. I'd never even thought of this. Um, it was an old man trying to talk to me. So I paused whatever podcast I was listening to so I could hear what he was saying. I thought he was going to ask for directions, but the guy said, miss, someone is following you. I responded with what the fuck where and looked around to see literally no one. He then told me that the guy was hiding in the bushes and that he can drive me wherever I'm going. Oh, no. I know. What do you do? I look around again and I don't see any other people or nearby bushes. <laughs> uh, I refused the ride and the man insisted that I was not safe. They, my, uh, then my inner Chinatown rat came out and I told the man, I'm no, I'm fine. I've got pepper spray on me. It's on my keychain, which I already had out. And if the pepper spray doesn't work, I'll club the fucker with my seven inch heels, which I pulled out of my bag and started waving around like a lunatic. Yes. He then drove away and I got home safely. 
My boyfriend made it to my apartment with no run-ins because this type of shit doesn't happen to men. <laughs> Stay sexy and don't get in cars with strangers, Kayla. Yes, Kayla. Isn't that weird? Like, I have never thought of that. Someone's following you. Let me help you. And you're like, get in. Yes, because you're reacting to your... The assumption is if they're telling you something like that, they're automatically good. Right. Which, of course, that's logical. It's like right. you have to just hang out for a second to and what put if, two and two together. And what if it is true? What, what if do? it is true? I mean, that's the creepiest thing of all is old man and he's hiding now. Yeah. Of course, because that's natural. That's what would happen. Yeah. Scary. Oh, Kayla, you nailed it. Kayla, thank you for letting us all know. Yes, because there sh- you should have a thing on your person that enables you to not have to get into a car. Right. If possible. Pepper spray is a great. It's always a different situation. Yeah. But she... That was ideal. Yes. Also, I imagine those plexiglass shoes. Yes. There's like specialty dancer shoes. Yes. That are dangerous. They're like weapons. Good. Hooray. <laughs> that was inspiring. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God. Yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant-quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Goodbye.
If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you can make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. (laughs) This subject line will give it away. Hello, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and furry friends. Great. Everybody likes it. Everyone's on board. I'm from Bakersfield, California, where a lot of crazy shit goes down. Oh, we know. Here (laughs) in Los Angeles, we are very aware of Bakersfield. Oh, we talk about Bakersfield. All we talk about. Behind its back (laughs) every day. But there was one story in particular that I felt needed to be shared. It was quite a crazy story, especially since the woman involved was pretty well known in town. So one evening, this doctor shows up to her on-again, off-again boyfriend's house, but he wouldn't let her in because he didn't want to see her. He leaves out the back door and stays the night elsewhere. She then attempts to break into his house, first by trying to use a shovel to get into the back door, but then proceeded to break in by sliding down the chimney feet first. No, 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 no. That plan didn't work out so well for her because she got stuck <gasps> and ended up dying of <gasps> suffocation. When she didn't show up for work the next day, her staff was like, what the fuck, and reported her missing. Her body was found three days oh. later when the house sitter smelled something funky coming from the fireplace. Firefighters spent five hours demolishing the chimney to get her body out. <gasps> Stay sexy and never try to break in your boyfriend's house by sliding down the chimney. Rachel. What? That's got to be the worst way to go. It's that- so terrible. Poor woman. Why didn't he want to see her? uh, Well, I mean, who knows? Who knows? That all of that is like, it it feels like there's a story. But that also happened to somebody in LA recently. And there was the story of, remember the guy that was like, um, uh, a burglar that was running in a vault yes. and went into the column. Yes. And it's basically same accident version of this. Yeah. Where he fell into a column. Yeah. And couldn't get out and just was trapped inside. Oh, God. I Horrible. don't want any of it. Just the worst. Please. No. Don't stay away from all of these things. Stay away from things. So, you know what? If someone doesn't want you in their house, yeah, yeah. if they're like, no, you can't come in. Yeah. That's the end of the story but, from you in that house. Yeah. I mean, sure. Try the back door. We've all been crazy. <laughs> We've all been crazy ex-girlfriends before. Okay. All right. Now, look, you can crawl under the house. If he's being a, it's, if it's on him, he's being a dick. Get you into need that. A, you need to go space. in and get your whatever. <laughs> Fine. You need to bring some lime and sprinkle it over yourself and die in his crawl space. Fine. Fine. Oh, Jesus. Okay. This is called Grandma Kept What in Her Freezer? Oh, yes. I'm all about grandmas today. Greetings, MFM humans and animals. That's a good Gr- one. Greetings. Greetings. Huge fan of your podcast and sad I missed you in Des Moines. 
That's all. You okay. should be. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so fun. So fun. This isn't technically a found in the wall story, but it was something we found in my grandpa, my grandparents' freezer. Disgusting, sad, or funny. I'll let you guys be the judge of that. Yay. My grandpa recently moved into an assisted living facility, so we have been going through and clearing out his house, getting it ready to sell. My mom was going through the freezer and found a small Whitman's chocolate sampler box. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the poor man sees. We know. But at least the they have a map. <laughs> They do have a map. Whit- Whitman's has the map. You're right. And I think that's a, a value ab- above rubies. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get you a ruby necklace for Valentine's Day, but... No, just get me Whitman sampler. I got it. Okay. It seemed odd to freeze a small box of chocolate, so out of curiosity, my mom opened the box. Spoiler alert, it wasn't chocolate. <laughs> no. Nope, it was my grandma's two dead beta fish. Carefully, <laughs> carefully tucked into a perfectly folded Kleenex. Oh, she killed them. No. Oh. Um, turns out when the fish died nearly 10 years ago, my grandma didn't have the heart to flush them. So instead, she placed them in the chocolate box and put them in the freezer. <laughs> I'm not sure why a chocolate box in a freezer seemed like a better burial. It uh, seemed like a better idea than burial at sea. But that was my grandma. She always did things a little differently, but always with the best intentions. And always in the freezer. And always in the freezer. <laughs> Unfortunately, she passed away in 2014. And I think grandpa either forgot the fish were in there or he kept them to honor her memory i was the Let's first go one go with that sure. one no <laughs> that's just exactly who you and i are i'm like let's say it's that you're like it's not well, i don't want my memory honored with two dead fish in a chocolate box okay that's fair okay. he didn't get her a gravestone but he got her two, <laughs> but he saved her fish. he refused to bury her body but look at these beta fish yeah <laughs> Um, either way, I'm quite disturbed to know I've been eating popsicles that were sitting amongst a couple of dead fish, which I mean, you freeze fish all the time. It's just not your pets. Yeah, it's usually, I mean, yeah. And then now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure my mom put them right back where she found them. So who knows where they are, where they will end up. SSDGM Mel. (laughs) (laughs) That's so hilarious. I was, of course, the first thing I thought of, though, is he had like thousand dollar bills wrapped up in oh that box. yeah because you know the old people and squirreling yes. stuff away send us those emails too yeah send us your weird grandparent stories we just love them we love them and the and the cavalcade of surprises that all everyone's grandparents have yeah wrapped up in an old lunch bag yeah underneath a counter <laughs> like just look around yeah. just see what you can find bread, you know, bread boxes are a treasure trove that's right especially if it's in a garage oh like something from the kitchen that's been put out into the garage yeah. look through that thing okay because when i was gr- the first house we lived in in petaluma there was a kitchen set up in the garage and it was basically when my parents redid the kitchen okay they just took out all his cabinets and put them into the garage and used them in the garage uh-huh. and i was out there one day fucking around and I found a lunch bag filled with metal dollhouse furniture. Wow. And I still have it to this day. <gasps> you kept it? Oh, yeah. It was like real. It Is was it cool. It was like I reached up. I did stuff like this all the time where I just go through everything. Hell yeah. And I just reached up and I thought it was because it was in the garage and it was a lunch bag that was all oily. So yeah. I thought it was going to be a bag of nails and screws. Yeah. Like, or garage donuts. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Or just a nice bag of fried chicken that someone cronuts. left there for us. Yeah. Some cronut. But instead, it was this like really old and seemingly valuable. Oh although God. I don't think it actually is truly I want to see it. Will you bring me just one piece? 100%. I'll bring I, you the little red chair. I, I love miniature sh- shit. I mean, I don't know why I don't have a dollhouse. Wait, do you know about the miniature chef that 
The my, tiny chef. The tiny chef. I love him so much. Do you know that my, Laura, my sister, and my niece Nora were looking through the tiny chef and watching it, and all of a sudden, the tiny chef had an MFM thing. Oh, we're in best the friends. He comments, the tiny chef, go follow him on Instagram. He follows, uh, he says hello to, to Mimi whenever. Oh. He said, Blello Mimi. No. <laughs> but you know that that's the girl, his owner is the girl who made us those tiny, our last meals. That's what I said. I told my sister, I thought thought that because she said I think the I think you know the tiny chef and I was like the only way I know the tiny chef is if the tiny chef made us our last meals and then she said but were they vegan meals because the tiny chef is vegan that's right it's Rachel Larson right Stephen yeah it was but she in the note it was like these are the only non-vegan meals I made yes yes (laughs) awesome and I yeah oh god I feel okay I'll tell you something later well the Kilgaris are huge fans we all are the tiny chef I just love him I didn't catch up I didn't understand what was happening I will Mimi (laughs) Mimi is the most special Mm. um okay this this subject line gives this away so I won't read it okay it just starts, okay, so, since Karen likes to get to the meat of things without preamble, I'll jump straight into one of my favorite of my dad's stories. My dad is a retired first responder. All of mine are first responder stories. Nice. That's, we're in themes. Um, he was not there for this event, but from the first time he told it, I've never forgotten. Uh, they had gotten a 911 call for a body in a pool and responded only to find a DOA scene. Mm. The crew did whatever it was supposed to whatever it was they were supposed to do and then helped with the retrieval process. They apparently pulled the body out of the water and in the process that compressed whatever air was left out of the body's stomach and lungs and the very dead body said, oh, no. Quick anatomy recap. I was going to say autonomy recap. (laughs) Quick anatomy recap. Air moving past the vocal cords makes sound. Mm. The guys dropped the body that just (gasps) moaned at them back into the pool. And ran for it. You think they would have known that, right? I guess I don't know. They were they were new, or it just hadn't happened to them. Yet. It was their first day. It was their all. It was six people's first day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't start everybody at once. Not the whole <laughs> freshman class. They came back and finished the job once they calmed down and realized they weren't trapped in their own personal night of the living dead. <laughs> Please pet the cats for me and the fiercely private dogs too. C. P.S. The best story from working in medicine so far is the patient who came in and said to me they needed to see a doctor because their eyeball fell <laughs> out. Because their eyeball fell out? No. Yep. Said to me they needed to see a doctor because their eyeball fell out. It was Halloween. They said they just pushed it back in because they didn't know what else to do. I'm still not over it. Oh, no! I don't like eyeball stories. That was a particularly terrible Ooh, one, too. Why did you end on that? Remember when I was like, do you have a good ender? And you're like, yes. Yeah, that's, that's not- the best. <laughs> do you have really an ender I would like? Oh, I, I didn't realize. I didn't realize. <laughs> But you did the the eyeball killer. That's right. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I just wasn't prepared. Well, you know why? What that's was not a PS story. That's a top yeah. of the email story. That's a, that's the story. What's the uh, subject line? First responder quote: "What a dead body sounds like." Lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a different understanding of the word lighthearted. We all you have and different. C. Me and C have a different. I just thought that was funny because it's like, what else are you supposed to do? Yeah. Keeping in a little Dixie cup? Oh, what would you do? I thought it. I just, just didn't think it was going to go that way. Pushed it back in. Well, now it. we know. You know. It's like a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, pop you just it. Gotta, you just got to pop your eye back in. You can't do that. Can you do it? There you go. Did it? Did you hear it? Yeah. 
You got it. Oh, um, so right after you, th- this is almost over and then it's going <laughs> to, don't worry. Get ready. Don't worry. And then after this, we're on our feed is the very first episode, the, the very first, it's not a fucking April Fool's joke episode of Jensen and Holes, the murder squad are the new fucking podcast on exactly right. Network. Episode one. It's real. It's happening. We've oh. waited so long. It's finally happening. Paul Holes is on our fucking network, you guys. Billy and Billy Jensen. Jensen, whose book I'm listening to right now. Chase, Isn't it good? Uh-huh. Chase darkness with me um and uh yeah get billy's book but right now get ready for the debut yeah. episode and go um subscribe because we're just gonna play this first one so everyone hears it on our feed and then go subscribe and you know, rate review subscribe exactly. give them their good ratings so that that podcast does well yeah and here they are jensen and holes oh uh stay sexy oh and don't get murdered bye, bye. elvis you want a cookie <laughs>